All right, episode five is too early. This is Lonnie. This is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <sighs> it's Naya. It's Bree. It's Nelly. <laughs> And welcome to episode five. We are discussing family matters today. Um, but just a quick um, segment updates, updates. What's everybody's updates for today? Any new updates other than me oh, just being updates. very, 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 very tired? No, <laughs> it's the same. I'm still in school, of course. Even though you know the the idea of dropping out becomes more mm-hmm. and more. Excuse me. Yes, I'm trying to tell you. It's the senioritis. I just can't. I'm ready to be done. Um, I obviously wouldn't drop out, but that's definitely an idea I've been having my whole life. Um, I feel good to say. <laughs> feels good to say. But, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I'll just be tired, y'all. Like, my world seems like it never <laughs> stops. Like, today, I just felt so lazy and so unproductive. Like, I don't have two assignments due at 11.59, but... We're gonna get through them. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna make it work. Um, I got a raise at work. So, mm-hmm. you know, we love more money. Um, but other than that, life's the same. I'm trying to still get used to my schedule because it seems like every week it gets more hectic. But life. Mm-hmm. Nelly. Um, so I had a revelation this week, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I was talking about it last time or not, but I had just been feeling real like this internship was the wrong decision, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then God slapped me in the back of my head per usual <laughs> and was like, girl, sit down and listen. So we had to go to lunch with a senior fellow at work. And so he was just, you know, talking, catching up with us, getting to know us. And all of a sudden he looked at me, he was like, so like, tell me about your background. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay and then um he was like well i'm just so glad you're with us and i feel like we need to focus more on your field and he was like you know you can just learn so much from this internship you can use this as a foundation and if you need any help finding like a new job after that i was like excuse me like okay i see what you're doing see what you're doing god but so yeah i just am kind of regretting well not regretting but I'm learning to stop being so impatient with my journey. So that's me this week. Um, I don't have a new thing that I'm doing this week yet. Last week I was like speaking to black people. I did that, I did good. (laughs) I actually was speaking to a lot of the homeless black people. Um, But I don't have a new one for this week yet. So I'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, I feel like with this, I kind of feel in the same position as you, Janelle. this just whole I never thought that I would be working at a real estate company of all places straight out of college but it's also allowing me to learn a lot about myself professionally um and also about like what I really want to do um but as far as new updates um I started working out like on a consistent basis I found a trainer um he's at Iverson Mall and Iverson Mall. Yeah, Iverson Mall. <laughs> listen, listen, girl. Sometimes. Did you get a pocket knife? <laughs> <laughs> Iverson Mall is not that bad. Are I'm you going ways. during the morning? In the morning, right? Yeah, right. We went. Um, me and my best friend Pat. We went yesterday. Okay, so you have somebody with you. Mm-hmm. So you just started. Okay. Yeah, we just started. Um, we are doing eight sessions for the next couple weeks. 
um and it's like an hour session uh he has like his own like space and everything so he has like boxing we do running and things like that mm -hmm. um so i've been working out gonna do that and then i also changed my diet again um <laughs> i was pescatarian for six months before and then i added chicken back into my diet and now i'm taking meat all together out so i'm going back to being pescatarian and then i'm taking out bread sweets oh the strength juice, so only water yeah and vegetables and seafood and stuff so um that's my new journey i guess that i'm trying to wrap my head around do you find that it's more expensive to like have a certain diet like that or um it honestly depends because i like having like meat so i would get like shrimp and fish and stuff like that all the time but like mm -hmm. even being a pescatarian you don't have to eat seafood all the time you can eat like vegan dishes and stuff but I mean, for me, and it all depends on where you shop at, too. Yeah. So. This bread is cheap. Okay. Well, Give me some rolls. Bread is out. Out the window. That's that's the struggle. That's That would be the hardest Cause thing. Because, like, with bread, because I don't eat bread, now I can't eat, like, tortillas. I can't eat tortillas. Yeah, chips. see, a lot is... I can't eat pizza. What? Uh, see? Because, yeah. like, the dough is bread. You're right. So, yeah. I can't eat pizza. Yeah. And then if I have, like, tacos... I would have to like replace like the tortilla with like maybe like a lettuce wrap. That might actually be good though. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a lettuce wrap? But I usually do it like at um, the Asian bistro. They have like lettuce. You put the chicken and the all mm -hmm. the vegetables. I've had a shrimp lettuce wrap, but mm -hmm. I'm obviously I can't. Eat no. Um. Wraps. Oh well, guess you're not eating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Five Guys got a bomb lettuce wrap burger, but yeah. um, can't eat the burger. No beef, no chicken, just seafood, fish, shrimp, all that good stuff. But yeah, that's my new well, good luck. journey. Mm -hmm. On your new journey. I well, you already it. did it, it before, so it shouldn't yeah. be that hard. It's just the bread and the sweets thing. Is that a forever thing, or is that just to? Um, I don't think it'll be a forever thing. I think it'll be right now until I reach like my ideal goal. Because right now I weigh 175, so I'm trying to at least get down to like 150. Okay. Right now as my initial goal. So, but once like I get to my goal, I'm kind of going to kind of maintain and change mm -hmm. my diet again. So. And bread holds water. That's why you, you mm -hmm. know, it's mm -hmm. good, to, it's good to give mm -hmm. it up. That ain't for me. All right, y'all, we going to get into the episode. But before we do, we want to clarify something. So on our Instagram, when we do honesty moments, honesty moments are what we talk about the next episode and wake up listeners is what we talked about on the previous episode and the reason we do that is to make sure you all are listening and we know when we listen to podcasts we're in the car like yes like we want to get in the conversation so we want to give you all the opportunity to get involved in a conversation as well so the honesty moment for this week was does blood make you family why or why not and Nelly is going to read some of our responses Yes, so, um, Kosa Johnson says, no, I can't respect someone that doesn't respect me, blood or not. I'm not going to force an intimate, familial, in parentheses, connection. I'd much rather build genuine relationships with people based on communication, common interests, and love, etc. Not based on genes or whatever. I think my biggest thing with that was like the respect part. Mm -hmm. Like respect is everything for me in all parts of my life. Like even at work, like if you can't respect me 
we might have a conversation. I don't care if you're a senior fellow or what, but you know. <laughs> no, for real. I um that reminds me. So I had a conversation with um one of my old dance teammates. She had like posted on her Instagram and was like do you have to associate yourself with everyone in your family or something along that lines? And my, I screenshotted, I went back and found my response to her. I said, the idea of family is you being forced into loving someone just because you share the same blood, which is no valid reason in my opinion to love someone. People use family as an excuse to do you wrong and act like you have to forgive them and get over it. And to me, like, I feel like I've had experiences where people use that excuse, like, at the end of the day, we're family. And I just feel like that's not a reason for you to get the opportunity mm-hmm. to disrespect me or feel like make me feel less than or make yourself feel more superior than me. Like, my biggest thing is respect. Like, if you don't have a level of respect for me, then I don't feel the need to have to respect you. I don't care mm-hmm. who you are. Because at the end of the day, just because your family doesn't make you less of a human. Mm-hmm. And less of a person. So at the end of the day, we're both people. We both deserve respect. We both deserve, you know, everything that comes with the relationship of having a family. But you can't, if you can't give me that respect, then uh, gotta go out the window. Yeah, like even. Um when people say when people don't have good relationships with their parents people always say like oh that's still your mother that's still your father like at some there's a line at Mm -hmm. some point that everyone can cross and saying oh that's family is just not reason enough to just be like oh forget it you're not gonna wake up the next day and be happy dandy at the family reunion (laughs) and i think it also depends on the age too because as you get older you're not you're not the same person as when you were like 16 15 years old so like you're obviously going to have a different relationship with your parents than versus when you were younger so when you get older you expect you know you and your parents to have that mutual adult relationship rather adult child relationship so that's just my my piece yeah all right um danny b.jpg said no because oftentimes that level of trust and respect is earned and then reciprocated and some feel that they are so entitled due to blood that they not need that they do not need to bother with coming correct. Loyalty is earned. I've seen family cross people before a close friend. You only amount to the sum of your character and actions. The rest is a technicality. That's good. You only amount to the sum of your character and actions. Come on, Danny. Yeah. A word. Um, I have to say that I definitely agree with that 100%. And I like that she said, um, like, the word earned because I don't know if you guys feel like this, but I always feel awkward when it's like, I don't know if you ever experienced experienced this, like, being young and you meet family members and it's like, okay, we'll tell them you love them. Like, we about to leave. (laughs) I don't know you. I don't feel like I should have to say love. I feel like love is earned. And I feel like a lot of people throw that word around so easily that it's like, oh, well, remember your family. Like, no, family has so many different meanings to people nowadays. I feel like exactly what she said, somebody that has been loyal to me somebody that is there for me that shows me compassion that has a level of respect for me that we both reciprocate like I don't feel like uh blood necessarily has to make you family it makes you related y'all got you know similar genes but at the end of the day there's people like I view you guys as family and there's people who are related to me that I'm like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I don't know have you guys experienced that the whole like say I love you you know not that but like you know and this is so my family reunion is actually 
next weekend and I was not like I didn't want to go because I feel like at family reunions it's so clicky like everyone ends up hanging with the family they came with Mm -hmm. and then it's like you don't know these people and then you have to literally explain your life over and over again it's just like you don't we don't connect because we don't we don't know each other like everyone's gonna be like I haven't seen you since you were five you remember me and I'm gonna be like no I don't um my mom like talked me into going and it was kind of like you know that's still family like it's that that word like that's still family like at the end of the day it's family and I'm just like I'm more of a Like, I'm on the fence about it because I just don't... I feel like it's kind of fake, too. Like, it's a fake energy. Like, it's a fake love. Like, that kind of goes back to what you were saying, Naya, where, like... Do you really love me? Like, <laughs> or I be saying it. Do you like? like I don't even know right, you. Right. Or people be like, too. I miss. We miss you so much. We haven't seen you, and it's like, like do, do you really? You have. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in seven years. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I think my family reunion experience is different. Like, I think because I see how close my mom is with like those cousins that we don't get to see all the time. It just automatically makes me close with those uh, cousins who kids and stuff like that so at family reunions like we're all kind of like hey in each other's hotel rooms like we going out together that kind of thing so i think my experience for family reunions is different but i do see what y'all saying with the whole like i don't really know you so yeah. i think I it depends really on the family you. like yeah. i've always wanted yeah. that experience mm-hmm. where it's like all the cousins and i feel like when i was younger it used to be like that but then everyone gets older yeah. and people start stop going because there's always that one generation that holds it together mm-hmm. and once that one generation starts like passing away or like you know kind of starts pulling away from the family then the, the family dynamics just get really weird and it's kind of like well i don't want to go because so-and-so won't be there or mm-hmm. you know and it starts to get like that so it's kind of mm. I will say once my grandfather died the whole family fell apart like my yeah. immediate family not even like I mean yes we don't go to family reunions because like his brother started dying too but my immediate family once he died we don't see each other as often anymore and it's sad like I'm always like you know we need to do stuff like I talked to one of my aunts the other day and she was like yeah like we don't get to see I'm like yeah I keep telling everybody we need to do something but nobody really does it yeah and like not even does it but like sees a need to but like me and i'm just like okay then like dang i guess i don't miss y'all i mean i guess y'all don't miss me as much as i miss y'all but all right yeah it's also hard too because i had a previous conversation (laughs) with one of my cousins and i was like you know the older we get i used to be so hyped to go to the cookouts and now it's like the generation like right before me my older cousins they're starting their own families in different places so it's like they're not there and then the older folks are there and then it's just like me like hey <laughs> holidays too doing? like even holidays mm-hmm. and it's really hard and so i was talking to my cousin and he was like you know it's gonna come a time where like we have to actually start doing stuff mm-hmm. and starting our own traditions um which I thought was kind of weird because I'm like, am I really at that age where I really have to be like, okay, like, come on, everyone, <laughs> right. let's all get together. But I think that's something that you just have to look at. Like, not every, like, when people die and when the family dynamic changes, everything changes and you have to adapt. And I feel like for me personally, I haven't adapted and I've just been looking at y'all like, where you at? Why you not mm-hmm. coming? Like mm-hmm. People just yeah. expect for things to kind of just happen. Yeah. And like, no, because when you were younger, think that's how it happened. Like, every mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the whole family yeah. was together. And now you actually have to put forth that effort and, like, clearly maintain those relationships that you want. But some people, like, 
I'm very much so a person that when relationships start to fall off, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, but like I genu generally don't like feel the need mm -hmm. to put 110% in to revive a relationship that fell off. Like I just, yeah. and that's with friends and family. So it's kind of like, I can see both sides of it where, yeah, let's get everyone together or where Christmas is dry or like, you know, when you're not playing games and stuff, but then it's like, well, I'm not trying to be the only one. <laughs> Taboo for one. <laughs> like, mm -mm. Let's do one more just because I know I had a thought about this one. Um, the Real Brit says, no, the concept of family can be interpreted into many different layers. Blood only makes you a relative. I have several people in my circle who aren't my blood and have showed me more loyalty and mm. compassion than those who are kin by blood. Sometimes those who aren't blood can be better for you. The original definition of family doesn't comply anymore. Period. That is so true. Blank. Ugh, that's so true. And I feel like it really changed with like just the generations like modernizing the idea of family. Like literally the definition of family has changed. Because back in the day, you know, you were supposed to stick with your family. That was supposed right. to be, you supposed to die by them. You know, everything. You supposed to stay with who you had kids with and all that kind of stuff. But it was it's completely, yeah, it was but very I, toxic. There is a part of me that kind of wishes um, family still had some type of the same mm -hmm. uh, foundation. foundation because my dad will always be like, um, dang, you know, like, my cousin this, my cousin this. Like, we all lived together in the same house, and we had Sunday dinners every Sunday, mm. and I knew this person, I knew this person. And then when I go to certain places, kind of like you said, it's like, oh, well, I haven't seen you since you were a baby, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, then where have you been at? <laughs> yeah, I wish that would, I wish that would yeah. have stayed the same. But see, I feel like there's a thin line, because, like, when I said it was toxic, like, there's some people, like, they were stay staying with cheating husbands and yeah. wives and all that. Like, that's toxic, but then now, also today, you have people that just don't care mm -hmm. and will leave you at a drop of a dime. Yeah. So it's, like, a very thin line yeah. between, like, that family structure and, like, who you consider family. Because, like, for me, like, I don't really consider my friends, like, friends. Like, I consider them, like, I call them my sisters or, like their family like and that they get treated as such as well so it's kind of like I never think about oh like when people say you have a lot of friends like that doesn't ring yeah. that doesn't ring bells to me because there's absolutely some friends that I would choose over quote unquote family oh, yeah. any day mm -hmm. like day. any day all the time yeah because your friends are there for your important moments that like most people don't show up for and like they see you through certain things like heartbreaks and i mean and, and i have a sister too like a blood sister so like of course that's not going to change mm -hmm. but outside of like my immediate family so like my mom dad and my siblings i really don't Same. it's like my friends are next and like yeah. you know like next in line. yeah, yeah. Like, my grandmother of course is up there but it's just like it's a very few family members that i would put before some of my friends. Yeah. yeah. Definitely agree with that. Also, the family dynamics have changed a lot since, you know, the good old days. It's a lot of blended families, a lot know. of adopted families, all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. Um, Bree, I know your family is very unique. Girl, we is blended Zam. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody just we going we just gonna share our family yeah. um, background. Know. So I have 
so I'm gonna say half siblings for the sake of the episode, so people understand. But we don't have half siblings. I don't have half siblings. Like all right, my siblings are my siblings. What are those? And that yeah, my siblings are my siblings. So my I have an older sister. Y'all gonna get confused, but I have an older (laughs) sister, and we share the same mother. And then I have three younger brothers, two of which I share the same mother, and one who we share the same father. But there's also a big age gap between me and my brother. So I have my sisters in her 20s, older than me. And my younger brothers are three and four. Two three-year-olds, one four-year-old. And then my parents were never married, um, never like engaged. So they just, they had me, had a relationship for a couple years and that was that. So I had split custody my entire life pretty much um, and that, I feel like that made me grow up a lot faster than most kids do. Like very, going from house to house makes you very responsible. And I feel like any child that went from house to house can attest to that because it's like, you're if you are not super responsible, you're all over the place. Like you don't have your books, you don't have your clothes, you don't have something. So I just feel like, um, and we'll get more into it later about how that has affected my growth. But yeah, being, from having split custody definitely has its pros and cons. Uh, well, mine is gonna be a little confusing too. Um, so I'm the oldest of six and oh, <laughs> yeah. um, I share the same mom with five of them and share the same dad with one of them. Um, so I have three brothers and three sisters. It just kind of worked out that way. Um, and I mean, yeah, my parents were never married. They never got engaged. I think they broke up before I was born. Um, but that's a whole nother story. But I, I want to say that is what happened. And I grew up more so with my dad and my grandma. Um, so that also kind of, and I saw my mom from time to time, but it definitely wasn't um, regular. So again, kind of like Bree said, we'll get into it later about how that affected my growth and everything. But I do have to agree with the Christmases. I've never had one holiday where it's been like with one family. I always wake up with one and go to sleep with another. And it, in a way it, I feel like in a way it kind of made me not want to ever have to do that with my kids just because it's so it's so stressful Mm -hmm. it's so annoying there's things you miss out on um and you kind of feel obligated when your parents are split to like show loyalty to Mm -hmm. one person and you don't want to show some to the other and there's always been like you know it's family if we gonna get into it but (laughs) that's my is that your grandmother on your mom's side or your my grandmother on my dad's side yeah my mom's side is more so i know her and my siblings and like kind of after that is just Mm -hmm. blur (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so my family background is a little bit different um i grew up with two parents in the household my parents were married for 30 something years don't even know the number um, but I have one blood sister where we have a big age gap. Um, she's eight years older than me. Um, so Girl, that is not big. Mm-mm. I mean, it's, it was big to me, though. Like Girl, I got 17. I didn't know that she was eight years older Yeah, my youngest brother is three, and I'm 22. But to me, like, growing up, it was always big because, like, for example, like, my cousins were always around my sister's age. So, like, I 
I think I had maybe like one or two cousins around my age, but I never really saw them like that. So like when we would go to family functions where majority of the family was there, my sister always had people to like, you know, talk with and all that other stuff. And I was just over here like, okay, I'm gonna just try to hang with the big kids and Mm -hmm. squeeze my way in there. Um, But yeah, so I have a one blood sister um, and my parents were married. But once I went off to college, I think it was the end of my freshman year, my parents separated. So my even though my parents were married majority of my life, it still had an effect on me when they separated and divorced because now I'm an adult. So it's a different whole like dynamic because now even though I'm an adult, I still feel like I'm split between the two mm-hmm. in the middle because I don't want to like, you know, show more loyalty, like you were saying, more loyalty to one parent, mm-hmm. but then I also don't want to neglect the other parent. And that's what I feel like I still feel that way a little bit. I feel like I'm showing or showing more loyalty to my mom versus to my dad. I feel like I'm neglecting him in a way, but it's also because of the relationship that they have now after divorcing. But that's a whole another story <laughs> for another day, another week. <laughs> another but, episode. Um, right, another episode. But um, yeah, that's basically my background, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Me? Um, my family's pretty simple. Um, two parents in the household, still married. Um, I have no idea how long. Maybe like twenty eight years. I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> <Maybe> two. <laughs> maybe just, who knows? <laughs> guess that. Um, I have two brothers, one older, one younger. We're all five years apart. Um, and that's pretty much me. I have a whole second family where it gets a little bit more complicated. My God family. Um, we're super like super close. You would think I lived in the same. Sometimes I do live in the same household as them. Um, but. Yeah, so when I refer to, like, my sisters, I'm talking about my God family like most of the time because I speak of them as if we're all out of the same womb. So, yeah. So if you really want to count, I have, like, seven brothers and whatever. But, yeah, my God family is pretty big. So I always feel like I have a huge family. But that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's the blood is not the yeah. people that's closest to you. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. just how it, that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So let's get into um, how you feel like that your your family situation has impacted your relationship with your parents individually. Mm-hmm. Like so, like your relationship with your mom versus your relationship with your dad, and like how that. I can go first since okay. mine is kind of the light. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think a lot of my not conflict, but like. Static, I guess, comes where my parents feel like I spend more time with my God family than I do with them. But a lot of the times it's just because they're like, I can relate more to them. Like my brothers are my brothers, but the older one, I just, I mean, we used to be super close, but we're not as close as we were. And then my younger one, we're getting there, but he's still, you know, in high school and stuff. So I don't know. My God family is more around my age and then the ones who aren't. Like, we just all kind of naturally get along. And I've literally known them since I was from the womb. So, of course, naturally, I'm going to hang out with them more. So, I deal with that a lot in my house. Not a lot, but sometimes in my house. But it's not like they can't all be in the same space. Like, Mm -hmm. I've had events where they're all there. They all get along perfectly fine. They all love each other. My parents are just dramatic. Um... (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I like I still split Thanksgivings, like Christmas holidays, all of that. I still split all of that with my God family, my regular family. So I just think my regular family is a le- less family oriented. My God family definitely 
instilled the idea of family more than my real family did i will say that if my mother hears this she's probably gonna be mad but i don't care um <laughs> transparency yeah okay. i mean yeah because my father comes from a not so like lovey-dovey background his family is very like ugh, like it's just not family in their situation um and then my mom's side like we're cool i just i don't know it's just you know it's what it is but i think my godfather has taught me like i wouldn't be the person i am today without them so it wouldn't be no yeah like it would be nothing to talk about <laughs> if they if my mother was to be like you know you can't i'll be like that's not an option like that's right. family so right yeah. we grown now yeah so that don't even matter right this one it don't even matter <laughs> so growing up my relationship with my mom was more friend-ish. Like, my mom was the cool mom. Like, she was the mom who, if we ain't really feel like going to school, we could be like, mom, we don't like, <laughs> do we have to go to, can we just go to work with you? And like, she was, she would let us, like, she was just the cool mom. And even like my friends, like they knew if they could, if their parents said yes to us, to them coming over my house on a Thursday, on Friday, we was not going to school. Like, it was just, she was that mom. Um, so, I feel like our relationship is, is still like that to a certain extent. Um, of course, you know, if, you know, if you're, if you've ever had a friend relationship with your mom, you always get to that point where it's like, she's like, oh, you need to remember I'm your mom and not your friend. So, it was kind of like, I don't want to say hard to differentiate that but I will say in the sense that I did take my dad more seriously like discipline stuff it was times where my mom like had to call my dad and like you know my dad say something to me I always took it more like all right let me get myself together um but with that said is like now that I'm getting older I feel like me and my dad's relationship is get, getting more on that friend like friend level, but I feel like I have a hard time not being perfect within my dad in my relationship with my dad because it's like um, I'm very I don't want to say my dad was really hard on me, but his expectations of me were always high because he you know he knows what I'm capable of, but like that has always carried over for me. So like if I'm broke, I will go <laughs> like if I'm broke, like I'll tell my mom before I tell my dad. Like, if I go to my dad with a problem, that means, like, it's literally out of hand. And it takes a lot for me to do that because I feel like, I don't want to say I'm disappointing him, but, like, my pride is just, like, I don't want him to see me fail because for me, it's, like, then it's, it kind of just, like, I don't know, makes him less proud of me. I don't know if that's the word, but, um, so, like, I struggle with things like that with my dad, with my relationship with my dad. And because of that, it's weird sometimes talking to him about certain things like now it's getting more comfortable as I get older but before like I wasn't talking to my dad about relationship stuff like it was like that growing up like my I had boyfriends before of course you know everybody has like little boyfriends and like middle school early high school whatever um my boy my current boyfriend now is the first boyfriend like official boyfriend that my dad has ever like really okay. talked about and met I mean he's met like male friends but nothing on the serious so I mean it's a work in progress and then my relationship with my mom like I said I'll call my mom and be like mom I'm hungry like you're trying <laughs> to send me $20 for a pizza um 
so I think our relationship is getting better too. And then, cause our relationship had a rocky point where my sister and my mom are really close. Um, my mom had my sister when she was a senior in high school. So that of course they're more close. Like it was them for a couple years. And then um, we struggle with that where I feel like, and I still say it to this day. Like I always say like my sister's my mom's favorite child. Like, you know. Part partially joking, but not all the way. Um, but we're working on it. I don't know why this topic gives me like low key anxiety. Like I'm just not ready to talk about a lot of stuff. But um, so like I said before, I grew up with my grandma, and my dad more so than my mom. Um, me and my mom didn't really have a relationship with me growing up. I would see her from time to time, but um, it wasn't very often and it wasn't until I turned like 19 that we finally had the conversation of like why did I grow up with my dad what was going on with you like what you know like me just trying to get more of an understanding from her and ever since then we've been like building a relationship and it's gone pretty pretty good um but I would definitely view her more as my friend now especially at the age that I am like we can talk about whatever it's cool but um it's not your like average or your typical mother-daughter relationship if that makes sense like at the end mm. of the day that's always going to be my mom I love her as my mom but I feel like we have more of a friend relationship because when that mother-daughter relationship is supposed to kind of form we weren't really around each other as much so um that's that with my dad that's like my best friend like we was best friends back then Right now, we still best friends. Um, and also with my grandma, we're best friends as well. I feel like the way I was raised really, um, uh, I don't know the word for it, but I feel like it impacted me with like pros and cons. So growing up, my dad was kind of like the cool dad, the friend, the homie, you know, whatever. Like even growing up in high school, if I wanted to go out to a party, I was like, Daddy, I'm going to this party, blah, blah, blah. Can you pick us up? It's going to be late. And he was usually on his way out to go do whatever <laughs> he wanted to do that night. So he was like, yeah, you know, it's cool. Um, and my grandma was more so like the enforcer type person. Like I would go ask my dad something like, can I go blah, blah, blah? And he'd be like, go ask your grandma. Go ask your grandma. <laughs> like she really ran the household. Um, and I feel like just based off of that, and because I was allowed to do a lot of the stuff that I wanted to, um, they gave me like enough freedom for me to make good de decisions. And in turn, I did. And I feel like that really impacted me in a good way because when I got to college and finally had the opportunity to do whatever I wanted to do, I was like, man, I've already done that. Or I already mm -hmm. kind of knew where my place was. Um, and then when it comes to relationships, I felt like, because I was raised more so with my dad. I don't know anybody who's like real open with talking about relationships with their dad. Um, so I didn't really have that. And because my grandma is a whole generation before me, mm -hmm. I feel like she really didn't <laughs> understand what was going on. Um, so a lot of times I would talk to my friends and my friends' moms because obviously like I wasn't talking to my mom about stuff like that. Um, so I feel like that has kind of impacted me too. Like a lot of people don't, or a lot of people will say like, oh, I haven't grown up with my dad. Like now I have like daddy issues and men issues. I feel like mine's kind of flipped. Like I didn't grow up with my mom. So I had like kind of have mommy issues, I guess. Like 
I used to hate seeing people with their mom. It would just blow me. Like growing up dancing or figure skating, all the moms are always around. So it was always like, mommy this, mommy this. And I'm the only one yelling grandma. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like that really impacted me in a mm -hmm. certain way. Um, but it's definitely a work in progress. It's me and my mom's journey. Um, we're still working through it. It's not easy, but I definitely will say I am happy that we're in a good place now where we can at least try to have conversations um, with stuff like that. So, Did your um, dad and grandma, like, do you feel like their opinions of your mom influenced you at all when you were growing up or like even now? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes and no. Um, my mom was very verbal about how she felt. My dad isn't really like the conflict type, so he wouldn't really say too much and my grandma would just try to stay out of it kind of thing. So I feel like they always, they never bashed her. They never said anything negative. They were always like, you know, they would pull the, you know, that's still your mom, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, they were always kind of supportive. Like, you know, she may not be around for this, but like, you know, you can go see her for this and blah, blah, blah. And just based off of like my mom's background and how she grew up and stuff, she had a hard, you know, mm -hmm. she had a really hard life growing up, especially like her family not being family oriented. It's the complete different opposite 180 around mm -hmm. than how my dad was raised. So for her, it was like the way she showed her love was much different than what I was accustomed to. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times like, that love language or like the way that um they would always try to make her seem like you know it's not that she doesn't love you she mm -hmm. she just has a different way of doing it so mm -hmm. I will have to say that them saying that definitely helped me be able to have a relationship with my mom now versus me being bitter and then being like right. yeah she's doing this she's doing that they always supported you know that kind of dynamic yeah so. I think parents don't realize how much that can affect a child like mm -hmm. I know friends who like are like scarred for life because their mom or their dad was like bad talking their parent mm -hmm. or just men or women in general mm -hmm. and so now they have this idea built about how men are how women are and they have no clue because they know the experience for themselves but they listen to their parents so. and it's really hard when you put the kid in the middle yeah. you don't want to disappoint this one but you don't want to disappoint this but then you got this per person or this parent saying this and then you start to look at this person that way it's really hard like, oh, I, I will definitely never, deal with that never put a child in the middle especially yeah. to make really big decisions because man i'm trying to tell you it's traumatizing yeah like asking getting asked like well who do you want to stay with like yeah. stuff, questions like that are so hard to answer and i don't think people that pose them understand mm -hmm. that even if you want to say one thing it's like you don't want to hurt the other person's mm -hmm. feelings like um, one example is like holidays because you know holidays when you're being timed like that it always seems like you gotta leave as soon as stuff yeah. starts getting good um so like even it was times where I wanted to like ask if I could stay at my mom's house longer or vice versa but it was just kind of like well I don't want my dad to be mad or I don't want my mom's feelings to be hurt that I don't want to spend time so it's like it's weird and I do feel like it's impacted me like it makes me like even to this day like some stuff like I say what I want but some stuff I it makes me really like double take and like well how would they feel yeah like certain I'll, I'll get in certain situations where I'm like oh well I don't want to hurt their feelings so I'll just leave it alone like stuff like that but um that was like 
the major thing like that's the, i feel like that split custody that's the major thing it does because it makes you feel like you have to split switch um pick a side and then also like it's very easy to play both sides too when you have split custody um but hmm. lonnie um i would say that my family dynamic is kind of similar to everybody's like i would pick certain pieces of mm. everybody's and kind of like correlated to mine um even though my parents both of my parents were in the household growing up um even before they separated i almost felt like i was still dealing with split custody mm -hmm. because of the fact that my mom and my dad are two completely different people my mom is like the enforcer the yeller like if you don't if you don't do this when you're supposed to do it like she'll yell at you in a heartbeat but my dad, he's more like a nonchalant type of person. Like, if something happens, he's the person that will sit sit me down and be like, look, you shouldn't have did this, this will happen, blase, blase, this is what you need to do next time. But he was also the realistic person and say, okay, I understand that you're getting older, I understand that you have, you know, you want to do certain things and want to let you do it, but I'm also your dad. So I'm still going to discipline where it needs to be disciplined. Um, but I feel like I've always been stuck in the middle between my parents because... I never wanted to disappoint my mom, but I never wanted to disappoint my dad. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, if I would go to my dad about certain things and he would come back to my mom, like, my mom would get upset with him and then think that he did something. And then I would kind of be like, oh, I shouldn't have did that. That's my fault. Mm -hmm. Like, I never wanted it to fall back on any one, either one of them. Um, and also, my sister, even though she's eight years older than me, I was always like I guess categorized as like the miracle child like the the good child versus she was the bad child because like in school she would always get bad grades like she not always but like she wasn't like the up there like child that my mom like imagined her to be so even like through high school like she would get like D's and C's and stuff but like when it came to me because I was the younger one and because she had complications with me when she when I was born too so I really wasn't supposed to be born so I'm kind of like a miracle child in her eyes so I'm put on this different type of pedestal where I need to get straight A's I need to do this with my life I need to go to college I need to get a degree like if I go to college and I drop one class then like the world is over so mm -hmm. which I don't have an issue with because I know that she knows what I'm capable of like Marie was saying with her dad but mm -hmm. it's also like when I, if one foot steps off that mm -hmm. pedestal for like one split mm -hmm. second, it's like the end of the world. So, and I feel like my sister gets treated kind of like the bottom of the barrel type of situation. Where, and then I'm stuck in the middle of that between my sister and my mom too. So, and now that my parents have split up, it's kind of like we're living in, they're living in two different households. And well, right now I'm not living with my mom. That's a whole another <laughs> conversation um and me and my mom aren't really on the greatest of terms right now um but ever since they split it was almost like my mom was the one that would talk bad about my dad mm -hmm. and even though I was older it was still kind of like am I really back yeah. to being like six seven eight mm -hmm. years old like come on now like I'm an adult we're all adults like I understand like the divorce and the split was like not what you wanted to happen but, um, yeah, my mom was always the one that was talking bad about my dad. And then, like, I felt like I would have to walk on eggshells with her to kind of, like, 
watch what I say even like around her or to her like if I even like when they first split if, if I even mentioned like his name or like dad or daddy like she would just go like ballistic <laughs> so it was like I just feel like now all of my life I've been walking on eggshells with her and I'm getting to the point where okay I'm 22 years old like I don't want to have to walk on eggshells with my mom or mm-hmm. even one of my parents like I feel like I should be able to talk to both of them about anything that I need to talk about mm-hmm. especially because I'm an adult I'm going through my 20s like I'm going through changes like I just got out of college just got out of a relationship like I'm going through all of this stuff and now I feel like with my mom I can't really talk to her about this type of stuff because it's like She's gonna overreact about stuff, mm-hmm. and then she's just gonna go, and then it's just gonna be like a clash. But, um, yeah, I don't really want to talk too much about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't. No, but um, that's kind of where I'm at currently right now. I still feel like I'm in the middle, and I feel like I'm gonna feel like I'm in the middle for the rest of my life, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like I have to pick sides sometimes, and now, like, especially because I have younger brothers on both sides. Like now, I feel like it's like a tree it didn't mm-hmm. like it's a tree <laughs> like it's like now it's just that we had a whole nother tier so it's like being mindful of like oh i'm spending a lot of time with these brothers let me go like splitting up my time evenly i think is the biggest part like i don't care how old you are like always splitting like even now mm-hmm. you said you deal with it like um and then once you get in a relationship that just adds a whole yeah. nother layer like yeah. i'm super close to my boyfriend's family like holidays I'm going to three houses like that's right I'm going to mom dad um yeah boyfriend is he guys split is he no 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 his uh, that would be no 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 no. we hit four that's a lot like but they're they're my family and like regardless of our relationship because we've been broken up before and me and his mom still like you coming to this? Mm-hmm. You gonna be at Joy's dance recital? Like, yeah, I'm gonna be in there. We mm-hmm. in there. Um, so like, yeah, just like, just knowing that you have that many family and like even them. I'm putting them before I put certain people mm-hmm. in my technical bloodline because they support me through everything. So it's like, um, when it comes to splitting time, like not just with your parents but with your siblings because you have younger are your god siblings younger than you mm-hmm. or old okay. mm-hmm. so y'all are all around the same yeah. age so I guess this is directed towards you do you ever feel guilty for spending more time with like one side than the other yeah well so my younger brother on my dad's side he has split custody as well so it's like um, my mom and my brother's dad are together so my mom has them all the time so my dad it's like every other week so it's kind of like sometimes I'm home and it's like he doesn't have him so it's like but then I'm with my other family so it's kind of like with my brother on my dad's side it's just harder to catch him I guess Mm -hmm. like our schedules are like I'm always home on the weekend that he's with his mom and that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah we're not there yet where it's like I can just be like hey can I come see it like we're not there so um I do feel like I spend more time with my brothers on my mom's side, but it's also because my mom, um, my mom doesn't drive. So like certain things, like, so we're always, me and my sister between us two are always like taking them somewhere or like, you know, so we see them more. Um, But it's just kind of, it doesn't change my love for them or like my relationships with them. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a very solid relationship with all of my siblings, like, um, I've said it before, like, my sister is 
one of my best friends like so that's like that's never going to change and our relationship is really close and then my brother is like it's kind of like my it's social key yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> like it's weird said like yes they're my brothers but because we have such a big age gap it's almost like i am such an adult to them mm-hmm. that they're like i don't even know if it registers to them that i'm their sis- sister like right. to them it could be like i'm just mm-hmm. another adult around mm-hmm. them so i mean they know they acknowledge me as their sister but it's just like it's not going to be like oh we're going to do yeah yeah, we're going to be outside playing (laughs) (laughs) like mm -mm, it's not going to be like that I feel that I was just curious because sometimes I definitely feel guilty only because I grew up like more so with my dad so when my sister was born I was always with her you know what I'm saying she was always around and then every single time I saw my other siblings it was just kind of like uh, like, I don't really know what to say. I'm the oldest, so I feel like I have to, like, be there for them regardless. Now mm-hmm. that I'm older and mobile and I can get to here and do this and blah, 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 it's much different. But growing up, I used to always just feel bad that I wasn't around. Siblings are expensive, though. I tell mm-hmm. you that. Tell me about it. Christmas time. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's not... The, having um, a big family like that is so expensive. Like... Mm-hmm. You gotta buy like with and they're all the same age, so it's literally three of everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like everything times three. Um, this is random, but since we're going into the holiday season, how how do y'all do Christmas and like holidays? Like, is every does just like we're not gonna get into it, but does everyone get a gift? Um, not my my god. Like it'll be like if I just see something for them, but like, oh, okay. that's me and my god for me don't exchange gifts. But yeah, I don't like holidays are a lot different now like ever since my grandparents passed like mm-hmm. we don't really have holidays like i usually spend christmas and thanksgiving like at the house with my mom or like go over to my dad's house but and then it's also like i mean we'll get into this later but the whole thing with like family conflict and then like family members clashing mm-hmm. and then family members don't like these family members and then it's like <laughs> oh, who's, yeah. like who are we actually going to see <laughs> Yeah. Like, dang, what, what, 
how, yeah. what is what's the value? <laughs> what I'm supposed to be spending? Like, because you want to give them the world, but it's also like, all right, I gotta be mindful. Mm-hmm. Of, right. Yeah, my little brother is like my child, so I'm usually spending most of my money on him. So he's 16, but that's still my baby. 16? Only 16? Mm-hmm. No, 17. How old yeah. am I? 22. Then he's 17. He, yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> I ain't. sorry. <laughs> So, like I was mentioning before, let's get into family conflict. Like, how do y'all deal with when certain family members clash? Because I know with my family, uh, <laughs> when certain family members clash, some family members think that because they don't like that family member, you're not supposed to like that family member. So, like, when you like that family member or, like, having conversations going over their house and they have an issue with you and then it's just a whole, like, back mm-hmm. and type of thing. So, like, how do y'all deal with family conflict? Um, I watch. Um, when my family we really don't have issues like that because the problem people have already excused themselves from coming um when i was younger and something popped off i was at the foot of the steps like what's going on like i used to live for the drama but i feel like older the older i am and just based off of how many people come to the like Mm -hmm. things like we don't see each other enough to even have drama, so it's like it just—it's not a thing in my family. Um, I feel like it exists in my family, but more on a gossip level. Um, mm-hmm. my more so my dad's side of the family haven't have a problem with not addressing issues so like everybody will talk to everybody about the issue so everybody knows <laughs> but no one confronts it um like i have one family member that i just feel like is super negative um like i really don't have any urge to be associated with them but then i always get that um you know the same excuse like that's still family and i try but then like as the older i get I'm at a point where I'm not dealing with any negativity. So if you you're bringing negativity to my energy, bye. Like I don't associate. Like I don't feel the need to check up on you because some people, your family will be some of your biggest enemies because they see you winning and they're not genuinely happy for you. And I've seen that with my own eyes. Like I've seen people fake be proud of me and like love to claim me when I'm being successful. But as soon as something happens, like I got so many, like when I graduated, I got so many like, oh, auntie so proud of you. Like, who are you? Like you Mm -hmm. haven't seen me through anything. Like people were asking for graduation tickets that didn't contribute to college at all. Like, I don't understand that. Like that to me is like, no, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with your energy. I don't want to deal with just uh bye like i just feel like that's how we deal with family conflict like we just kind of brush it off and start disappearing like i honestly the older i get like i said i'm still always going to see my aunt um my aunt on my dad's side my grandmother <laughs> um <laughs> like <laughs> Like, but it's certain things that I just am, am finding myself disappearing from because I just feel like it's not genuine. And I'm at the age where I want to be around genuine people. I want to be around genuine emotions and genuine love. So if you're not genuine, bye. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> Young. Um, and we gonna know. We gonna know who support <laughs> after after this episode drop. Period. Period. <laughs> Woo. Anywho. <laughs> Y'all don't know what that's funny, but whatever. Um, I feel like my family conflict is never really, um, like, 
in-house i would say like it's more like girlfriends and baby mamas and stuff oh, like Lord. that oh. yeah like oh we it's need like, to get into that <laughs> <laughs> it's more like that in my family um there is like a little conflict but it's more so just my grandma being my grandma you know <laughs> once once grandmas get old they just like to say anything and that's Man, how my grandma is right now she be wilding out they be knowing all of the tea and they be but no my it. grandma just makes up the tea <laughs> not false tea no, it's really false. like she just be making stuff up <laughs> So, you know, we just be like, yes, grandma. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You no, gotta I'm, love it. Grandma. Yeah. Grandma hit you grandma. with that child. Guess what I didn't hear? <laughs> yeah. And it be, she what? didn't hear it. <laughs> you, didn't, you made that up. She made it up. I yeah, love it, though. Girl. I love it. I Listen. My grandma. Like, I do. What? But then I be like, I be like, this this is so messy. No. But I still be engaging. I be this on don't make no sense. But my thing is like, I love my grandma to death, but she has gotten to the point where like, I, my mother gonna be mad, but she's gotten to the <laughs> point where like it's hard to be around her because oh it's really talk. Like she's so talk. Like she just talks about fucking talks about what it makes. It. I just be like, oh my goodness. Like, but do you are think we that really... comes with old age? Because I like I feel like everybody deals like like my grandmother is like like I don't think she'd be making stuff up but like if you tell my grandma something someone else is going to hear about mm-hmm. it like so you better not if you don't want nobody yeah. to know my grandma like that too, yeah but do you think that comes with age i think they definitely get more bold with age <laughs> like you don't yeah, care they, like you go, yeah like they, they don't care more, they got more years behind exactly because they really like who won't check me right like, you're not gonna disrespect oh, grandma dynamic like you know so I definitely think it comes with age, like the boldness and the gossiping. Def- I mean, it ain't got nothing to do at the time, so they just be on the phone <laughs> gossiping. So, but no, I definitely it, yeah. feel like it's toxic, yeah. and it's ho- and people don't confront that. Like Mm-mm. that is toxic. Like and it's really like because nobody wants sh- to be like yeah. yeah you like, be on the phone like mm, and I just be yeah, wanting to be like you want to go to grandma's house and I'm like. I'm uh, in the mental state to go to grandma's house, but yeah, I mean, because even she will say like, you know, Lord, we're not about to talk about people again. Like, here we go. But I don't I know. Say that. I don't think my grandma really, um, not necessarily she's talking about people, but my grandma's just the type of person that whenever anybody in the family is having a problem, they always tell my grandma. So mm-hmm. my grandma's always like in the middle yeah. or the middle person. Um, but she does yeah she does this really funny thing and I know she don't listen to this so I'm gonna say it but (laughs) she'll be on the phone and like she will twist her lips to the side and like try and whisper but still (laughs) and I'm like grandma that doesn't help the phone hear you like she really be like I'm like are you trying to be secretive or she don't want the CIA to know yes I love my grandma I love her but yeah, family conflict is interesting in my house. I mean, in my family. I have a question. Do y'all feel like you're closer to one side of your family than the other? Heck yeah. Um, and who, like, who, what side would it be? I wouldn't say I'm necessarily closer to either side of the family. Um, I know more of my mom's side, but I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily closer to them. Okay. Than my dad's side, like. I don't see my dad's side as often. I see my mom's side a little bit more, but like the whole family conflict thing, like on my mom's side, I don't know what happened, but nobody like each other. So it's like, <laughs> no, don't nobody be around. Like my great uncle don't like my great aunt. Like my cousins don't like my sister. My sister don't like one oh, cousin. Lord. So it's like, I'm just over here like, 
Okay, <laughs> so who am I? Who am I gonna talk to this year? Like, who right. am I gonna see this year? So, and then on my dad's side, I barely see them. I think the last time I saw his sister, and my aunt, was maybe like a year ago. So, I'm not really close. To, I'm just, I'm just here. Do you think that comes from being? forced together like from on my dad's side like I was raised closer to my dad's side mm -hmm. but now me and none of my cousins are close and I feel like it's because we were forced to be together so much when we were younger like we were like every Friday we was at grandma's house it wasn't I don't think I ever had a chance and we went to the same school so I never had a chance to like choose like oh I want to go with so and so and I feel like that's why we're not close because we never were able to like build those genuine bonds it was just like we were always together just because um i don't know i think well growing up like my sister was always like watched after by my grandma on my dad's side and i was mm. always watched after by my grandma on my mom's side but i was still like on my dad's side of the family like going over their houses like hanging with my cousins and stuff but i hope my mom isn't listening to this but um <laughs> I think where the issue came in was smoke some of my dad's side of the family didn't like my mom. Oh. So there was conflict there. So like they did I mean they still came around like us like when my mom was there but it was kind of like okay like I'm going to respect you because you're like mm -hmm. my brother or like my son's wife but I really don't like like you like that. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a split thing. My family's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Most yeah. families are. My dad, like, we don't talk. My dad doesn't talk to his side. So, oh. my dad has a couple of siblings. It's a, it's hectic. But we really only talk to my grandma. And she lives in um, Virginia. So, we really don't talk to her much either. But it's because he doesn't talk to her much. So, his right. side of the family is very, like, all over the place. And not, you know, not lovey-dovey so that's where I get that part from but my mom's side is who I know that's who I grow up with that's who give me all the Christmas gifts that's like okay. that's who I know so that's the only side that I really mm. acknowledge I mean yes you know if we were to see my dad's side of course we would speak and it's no like animosity or anything but we just don't know them mm -hmm. yeah um like I said before I'm a definitely closer to my dad's side i don't feel like it was forced or anything like that's just genuinely who i grew up with like at times we all live together like my dad's side is very family oriented and they've been like that for a while versus like my mom's side i know her my siblings and that's pretty much it like i've only seen her dad once um, and I actually just found out that he's one of 17 oh, wow. and I know that my mom's mom is one of 10. So like mm. their family's just really big, but they're not family oriented like at all. So my mom doesn't really talk to them too much. Um, and I mean, I'm just really getting into my mom. So if she ain't talking, mm. I ain't talking. Like, I don't find any reason. So definitely my dad's side is... Do you no, think you would ever no. like reach out or find out who is family and reach out? I know some people. Do I that. definitely want to because my great grandmother on my mom's side passed away. I want to say last year or maybe the year before, but um, she has twenty one great grandkids. Ooh, me being one of them. Jesus. Me being one of them. Great grandkids. <laughs> okay, and everybody showed up to the funeral, and oh, I wow. literally was like oh okay. <laughs> like we're all related right like, literally back to back to back and i just didn't know anybody and of course i 
would want to have a relationship with them in the future um i just don't know how because we just all grew up very differently and there's so many of us like i don't even know how we get in contact with anyone so yeah that's hmm. that's that i mean i was raised with both sides um but more so my mom's like intermediate family and then my dad um i feel like i know more people <clears throat> excuse me i feel like i know more people on my dad's side but um like i'm really close to my mom's brother and like i have a good relationship with um my mom's sister so like that and then i just feel like that has just kind of changed because like once my grandparents passed on my mom's side um that definitely changes the family dynamic but i still have my grandmother on my um my dad's side so like she's i feel like she's kind of just the glue holding everything together right now um but when it comes to which side of the family I'm closer to growing up I would definitely say my dad's just because I spent more time with them um but now I don't know I just be in my own space y'all like I really be picking and choosing who I want to <laughs> spend my time with so now it's just kind of like I want to see you I'm gonna see you if I don't I'm not mm -hmm. makes sense so going back to I guess um we've we've all brought up like a death in the family and just like how that changes the family dynamic and like for me I feel like after so my grandmother passed first and that was like you could tell my grandmother passed and my grandfather was living in Ecuador um and this was just like he he just like upped and moved to Ecuador like oh, he just wow. wanted to do it and he was at that age um he was like I'm gone learned spanish like rosetta stoned it out and moved <laughs> to ecuador so um once my grandmother passed we slowly start spending less time together i feel like um we never had like a formal like sunday dinner mm -hmm. but like my grandmother was the one to always force everybody to come to events and like be certain places um and you don't realize how much of an impact they have until they're not here so mm -hmm. like now I feel like I only see my um, mom's extended side of the family if there's a special event. So like on holidays, like I don't really see them on a day-to-day -day basis. It's just kind of like awkward. But I feel like for me personally, that stems from um, on my mom's side, who is like her fully Filipino side. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of me feeling like an outlier because I was... I'm not the only mixed child, but I'm the first, like one of the first. Yeah. So like um, dealing with me, like feeling like I look different than them and stuff, kind of like that put a dent in our, my relationships with them. Cause I kind of just stayed away. Cause I just, you know, I'm, people t tend to gravitate towards people that look like them. And for me, my dad's side of the family looked more like me just based off my skin color. So just, you never realize how much stuff impacts mm -hmm. like, your day-to-day -day until you actually like start talking about it yeah like i said earlier when my grandfather died family reunion stopped um my immediate family kind of dwindled away because he was the type of person like everybody loved him like there was no denying it there was no issues there was nothing and he was not a like a conflict person like everything mm. was chill he was him um so I think I don't know like there we can't pinpoint a t 
time where it was like and there is no like underlying reason like yes he was glue but like i don't not to take anything away from him but i don't want to say he was that much of the mm -hmm. glue that like we can't still get together because even like everybody wasn't close to him like everybody wasn't calling him every day yeah, that type of thing but i guess it was just kind of like you know well don't got nobody telling us to show up at the holidays right. together so don't really have to so i think in my family when my nana died my grandma on my dad's side her mom i think when she died was like the first uh or like the initiation of change because even though she was in a nursing home from what i can remember um because like i was too young when she was coming to everything everybody visit her in the nursing home and everybody like she still mm -hmm. had connections with everybody it was like this is still the top of the family and um after she passed a few more people started to pass that were kind of up there with her but i feel like the only reason that my family really changed is because some people uh, i bet they don't listen to this either so some people <laughs> went a little crazy and you know like having that uh top dog as the reinforcer mm -hmm. like people would not have been going for what they're going for right now so a lot of disrespectful things have happened in the family or a lot of people have started going down the wrong road and i feel like she really enforced something like down the lines to my grandma to her kids to us to everybody after that so when she was gone and there was nobody reinforcing that People just started getting real crazy, going off the hinges and just doing what they wanted to do. And then in turn, like, just certain decisions that were made in the family or just how we kind of operate started to shift. And I feel like that's why a lot of us don't come around anymore um, because the inf the reinforcement just kind of stopped. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's... I have, this is kind of like, um, have y'all ever met family late and, like, ended up really connecting with them or like you know some family you really you could be walking past some people and you could end up being their family and mm -hmm. you just never know yeah my boyfriend his uh he just found out like last year i think or maybe two years ago that he had another sister um wow. that had been adopted but yeah so i just wanted to put that but they're there. close, That's they so close? Cool. um i wouldn't say they're close but i feel like when they first met it was just like this immediate like yes we're mm. close we hang out but you know as time kind of goes on it's not like uh they're kind of the same thing of like yeah we're family but like i haven't grown up with you mm -hmm. i don't really know you like that so yeah, i mean cool. yeah they're cool but it's definitely not like best of friends yeah i think that it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird because so I just, my dad's dad's side of the family, so my dad's dad wasn't really a part of his life, like went missing, fell off the face of the earth type stuff. Um, and I just met my cousin Symphony, what, maybe five, six years ago, but like that's probably my closest cousin now mm -hmm. that I think about it. And when we met, it was just like, we had so much in common. It was like crazy. It was like, oh wow, like, where, where were you my whole life? Like, why were we not family yet? Um, but it's actually like my real cousin and it's crazy cause we just met. So it's like my cousins that I grew up with my whole life, I'm not even that close to them, mm -hmm. but you can meet somebody a couple years ago and be closer to them than anybody else. She also do waxes. So follow me mm -hmm. with at the Snatch House. Oh, that's your cousin? Yeah. Oh, she snatched me up. Oh, she did? Yes. 
you know, my family's full of bosses. I had a question, but I can't remember what it was. I just remember what my answer was. They <laughs> <laughs> would just be Let's so backtrack random. It. We're gonna. Mm. Okay, well, it's just like. Mm. It's. I guess it's just gonna be a random fact today. So, um, like I said before, my grandma is one of ten, and um, one of her sisters is deaf. And growing up, like, anytime I would go around my mom and she'd be around, like, I just thought she wasn't talking to nobody. And I wasn't really too fond of talking to anybody myself. So <laughs> I never, like, tried to um, figure out why until recently when, of course, like, I started going to school for deaf studies and everything. And I can say that, not that I'm meeting her late in life, but it's like I'm finally getting a connection with her, mm -hmm. like, late in life. And I guess my question could be, um, what do you guys think about her or like that type of experience if not that it's happened to you guys, but she has 10 siblings and none of them know how to communicate with her. Oh, like, wow. I don't know if you have some type of situation in your family that you've seen where someone may have a disability or um, some type of situation going on with them that kind of excludes them from the group. Like, how do you feel like that impacts family in a way i definitely think that's interesting that nobody like learned how to communicate mm -hmm. with her i don't think i've ever seen that like nobody tried to like learn sign language or anything um i don't have anybody in my family like that i mean some people fight with like i think my uncle has like schizophrenia not schizophrenia mm -hmm. but like something where he like a little crazy yeah um and we just kind of blame the drugs but in real life it's probably is something that needs mm -hmm. to be addressed and we just kind of ignore it mm -hmm. so i do think that contrib like that contributes to my father's relationship with him and how we just kind of toss him to the side sometimes right. and like that kind of thing and don't really like support him but that's just a whole nother thing with like not supporting mental health and not taking it seriously mm -hmm. um i that think that's what i categor categorize that as but yeah, I think that's interesting that nobody took the time to kind of learn how to communicate yeah, with her. That's how I feel, though. Like, no one in my family has a known disability, but I feel like there's definitely some people that have mental health issues in my family that no one addresses. Um, but, yeah, we just attribute to that, like, they acting crazy today, mm -hmm. or that's just how she is. Mm -hmm. or um, So no one, I guess, I mean, it's a form. No one deals with it. Mm -hmm. So... It's kind of the same situation where, like, no one dealt no one with or, to yeah, change or, or address it. Yeah. I don't, um, I guess this kind of relates to it, but I don't, like, Nellie and Marie said, I don't really have anybody in my family with a disability. But, like, going back to, like, the whole family death thing, all of my, well, all of my grandparents have passed. So I don't have any grandparents on my mom or my dad's side. But my pop-pop and on my mom's side and my grandma on my dad's side both passed away from Alzheimer's and dementia. So I think that kind of plays a part in this whole topic, I guess, because my mom was the one who was primarily taking care of my pop-pop. So that kind of isolated her from the rest of the family mm -hmm. because my grandma was, my grandma on my mom's side, she didn't pass away from Alzheimer's, but she was the first grandparent in the family to pass away mm -hmm. so and that was her husband that had Alzheimer's so like my mom's side of the family didn't really contribute to taking care of him my mm -hmm. mom was just the main one so it kind of isolated her from everybody else because 
she would have to at the time she was working full time she had me and my sister like at home she was putting my sister through school Mm -hmm. I was still in high school like she was still married like she had all these other things going on but nobody was really helping her take care of their sister or their cousin's husband who was sick um and the same thing with my dad's side my dad was my dad and his sister and his brother were the main ones taking care of um my grandma but nobody else was really doing mm-hmm. that so it was kind of like a isolation type of thing on the flip side not from the person who was actually you know experiencing right the yeah i was just wondering because like anything can impact family or relationships and that's just something that i thought about I have a question, like, as we close out, how have your family, your current family dynamics and the way you grew up, how have how has that impacted how you're going to raise your family or how you envision your family in the future? Like, what are your priorities and goals? Um, I would say, I mean, I haven't really thought about that, like, before you brought it up, um, because, like, my mind, honestly, my mind isn't really on raising a family right now. But if I were to have a family, um, I think my main priority and goal is to make sure that my children know that they can be as open as they want to be with me. Um, Because like I said before, I've always felt like I had to walk on eggshells with my mom and like kind of filter what I had to say. So like, you know, if I am blessed enough to have children in the future, I want them to make sure that, hey, I'm here, I'm open. Like you don't, you can be as straightforward and honest with me as you want because that's what I want you to do. And that's what I want them to take with them later on in their life and in other relationships outside of, you know, my relationship. Yeah, um, I definitely think about it all the time. Um, One thing is that um, my mom instilled in me and that she really focused on when she got with my dad was that she wanted her children all to be from the same person and she wanted them to all live in the same house. so that's like the goal. I mean, of course, everything's not perfect. It doesn't always end up that way. But I definitely would want all my my kids to have the same parents and then all of us live in the same house at the end of the day. And I also want to make sure that I instill that family orientation in them because my God family did that for me. And so my family, my regular family doesn't do that for me. So I appreciate them that and I want to make sure that that I pass that on to my kids yeah for me I I don't want to raise my kids in a um, separated household I think growing up with split custody just made me I don't want to say against it because again I don't feel like you should force relationships if they don't work they don't work but one my goal is I would love to be married before I have kids um and yeah, yeah like hmm. I want to be married before I have kids and I want my kids to all share the same last name. And I just, I feel like I'm just gonna be this over the top mom. <laughs> I feel like I am. Like, I'm gonna be the mom that be cutting shapes yeah. out of sandwiches. Yeah, like, that's yeah. Gonna, like, I'm excited for that. And I just want my kids to feel equally loved by first, by both parents and feel like they don't have to choose. Cause I feel like that's that's how I always felt growing up. It's like I always have to make a choice instead of just being able to just exist and embrace all the love and just be loved on. Like, I feel like, I don't want to say like, I feel like I rejected some love, but I feel like I missed out on some of it because I was so worried about trying to make sure everyone else felt good about themselves. Mm -hmm. So just making sure my kids know that and get to, they get to be kids. Yes. 
Um, I definitely have to agree with what everyone said. I would say for me, um, first and foremost, that I want to say I'm grateful for the way that I was raised because I feel like I turned out pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think I would want to raise my kids the way that I was raised, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like my dad and my grandma gave me enough freedom where I really could, um, exercise that like morals like within myself Mm -hmm. like I'm either gonna do this or I'm not gonna do this and I felt like it helped myself at that age find um who I wanted to be and who I wanted to hang around with and certain things I was going for and certain things that I wasn't um it was like the perfect amount because like I said before when I got older I didn't just go buck wild like oh my god I'm free I can do whatever (laughs) um so I definitely would want to do that with my kids and just make sure that there's always open communication. I want my kids coming to talk to me about whatever and whoever. Um, I definitely want them to feel comfortable. And I low-key just want to be like their little best friend. (laughs) They would be be my little best friend and I'd be their big best friend. But um, I just feel like it's so healthy to have a relationship like that um, with your parent because who's going to look out for you more than they are? You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to be married before I have kids and I definitely want all of my kids to be under the same roof um, because the splitting and the holidays and it's just a lot and it can definitely put a strain on you and your adult life because I can kind of Mm -hmm. say where I felt like it made me a little resentful of certain things in my life and I don't want my kids to have to have unnecessary resent based off of a decision that I made so yeah. I also want to say that I want to make sure that I am conscious in picking the godparents for my children like so the funny thing about my god family is they're not my like the parents in that family are not my chosen godparents like I selected them myself (laughs) so when I got older I mean because like I didn't know what to call them so I'm like Mm -hmm. what do I call them I'm always with them their family but what do I so I just started calling them god family my godmother is completely like that's a different person that's not related at all so I definitely want to be conscious in who I pick to be the godparents of my yeah. children. I'm close with like my god sister with so I have two godmothers and I don't know if my godfathers exist anymore but um <laughs> <laughs> um but I'm close to like my god sister we grew up as sisters like mm-hmm. we're the same age we're literally 4 months apart mm-hmm. um her mom is my godmother my mom's her godmother mm-hmm. but like growing up this is funny too so both of our dad's name are Keith <laughs> so we literally used to tell people that we were real right. sisters and be like well ask him what her dad's name is and it was always key so like that was growing up I always referred to her as my sister and like that's never gonna change so yeah. I got a bunch of sisters <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for participating in our honesty moments and our wake up listeners. You guys have been great. It's this fun. Discussion this week was yeah, it's fun to see what y'all think. So keep commenting, um, keep engaging with us on social media, and we will be back for more great conversation. Like, share, and subscribe. Yo, follow. Bye. Bye.